Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. James, are you old enough to remember that Green Jelly song from MTV in about 1983? No. Okay, well, <laughs> that's been another great episode of Wrong and Wronger. <laughs> James, you're usually far more loquacious than that. The fact that you only said no gives me hope that this is actually going to be a good episode. Well, I was just thinking to myself that whenever you do a character, you lose like 100% of the time. And you've had a recent <laughs> winning streak because you dropped all your characters. And now you brought one back, and I'm going to win. It doesn't even matter what the topic is. It doesn't matter how the coin flips up. You're done. Finish. Stick a fork in you. It's over. Lucky seven, Mickey Mantle's number seven is the number of weeks in a row that the good guy has won. And if I do lose, we have no one to blame but superfan Judy P. James. Yes, it will all be her fault. For, oh, is this, uh, are you wearing the pig hat? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that I can't see you completely. As we of talk. course you can. I mean, we're right next to each other. Yes, yes. Ignore the different backgrounds. It's a, it's a weird split room. Steve's decorating. <laughs> Don't ask me. Yeah, what? Anyway, you've tuned into the podcast where we argue every week about things that don't matter to anybody except, and I've got to say him singly, James, but Judy P's husband. Because Judy P's sister-in-law gets enraged when I mention her husband because apparently he was not the good child in their family. But, James... What are we going to argue about this week? We are going to argue, should you work from home or work from an office? Which is better? Work from home or an office? And this is a topic that is near and dear to many people's hearts, including the illustrious James Breakwell. It is. I work from home today. I work from home many days and weekends, too. So, uh, and, and Steve just, you know, works wherever because he's a terrible person <laughs> just roaming the country. People try to avoid him. So we've got all kinds of perspectives on this one. Let's flip the coin. <sighs> Well, uh, now, James, I mentioned to you before we started that I was having some technical issues. One of them, and I know you're bracing for impact, one of them is the Guam Quarter of Fate was sitting on this cabinet when I walked into my studio, and when I set everything up, it was gone, and I don't know where it went. So I had to run into my son's room and grab one of his quarters mostly unbeknownst to him. Uh, me running in and out was probably an indicator that something was going on. I, I can't read which state this is exactly, but we'll call it the boy quarter of fate. Uh, but James, we didn't even compliment each other yet. What is up with that? I would like to compliment you for losing oh. all sense of time. And just for, for, for so long, you've been such a perfectionist. You've been adhering to this rigid schedule. And today, Ooh. now that the world's ending, you're just playing fast and loose. I sit here <laughs> waiting minute after minute after minute for you to log in here. You're a changed well, man. Oh, my God. So... I wish I'm not using, I wasn't using my phone to record this because I would read verbatim your text to me from this morning. And let me summarize. Hey, do you think we might kind of could record <laughs> at some time around 4.40 p.m.? Maybe. And I said, yes, 
because I was about to interview the lead singer of the Atlanta Rhythm Section, Rodney Justo, which I've done. So about 4.40, I hadn't heard from you yet. Figured you're driving home from work and doing whatever it is that you do. I can't believe people pay you to be around them, which is why you're home, I guess. <laughs> but at 4.40, I sent you a text, and then you butt-dialed me, and I sent you another text, and then you called angry. And I thought, well, this is just James Breakwell in a nutshell. I did not butt-dial you. I was actually calling you at, at like 4.42 because I'd clearly given up on you being on time. <laughs> and then you're like, Let, text me when you're ready because I have to go upstairs. I thought, well, he's not even by the right phone right now. So I hung <laughs> up and I texted you per your instructions because I am a <sighs> diligent and courteous co-host and I can follow directions. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that you write with a level of clarity in the morning when you're still half asleep. I'm not even entirely sure you're awake now. But uh, that was not a good compliment to me. And so I'm going to compliment you on for once in your life being on time. What? When I'm in a hotel... It's 8 o'clock, it's 8.01, it's 8.08, no James Breakwell. And so I go off to do other things, and then I get Breakwell texting angry. Why aren't you by your phone? And uh, you're now caught in some phone tree. You don't understand how telephones work when they're not cellular in nature. Like, James, I, uh, today, you're finally on time, and it took me by surprise, I've got to admit. I always call on time, but there are unknown levels of obstacles that I face every time I call your hotel. Will it be a hotel that puts me through instantly, or will I have to fight with a manager for 25 minutes because he doesn't believe Steve Olivas is a real person? I never know. <sighs> well, I am real, and I'm spectacular. You're too young to even get that reference, James. But what shall the two sides of the boy quarter of fate represent for you today? Heads, I'm arguing work from an office. Tails, I'm arguing work from home. Ooh, you crossed me up on that one. All right, heads is office, tails is home. It is up, it is down. Uh, oh, it is, it's actually tails. I was about, I was trying to think of whose name I was going to say because uh, our listener Justine always enjoys when I drop the quarter. I did not today. It is tails. You, sir, are working from home. All right, well, the list of perks is as long as my arm and my arms are pretty long so brace yourself true. get get ready start your oh, start whatever exaggerated <laughs> facial expressions you do as i sit here and win the argument so let's just run through them first of all it saves on the commuting i gained an hour of my life back today because i worked from home i didn't have to drive anywhere it saves the environment i didn't cause any pollution I was able to watch my own kids because their school is currently closed, so I saved on babysitting costs and <laughs> got to a spend plus. quality time with my children, educating them, keeping them alive, <laughs> feeding them. These are moments I'm never going to get back. We, I can do two things. I can multitask, kind of like uh, I can I can sit here and talk to you and also mentally make my grocery list because it's much more entertaining than whatever conversation <laughs> we're having. It's uh, it, it saves on overhead. This is yeah. This is yeah. Okay, I, I'm glad you can't infect me through the through the podcast here. The even though we are totally in the same location. <laughs> the, yeah. It, uh, it saves on overhead. Uh, the company can just, you know, shut down, shut off the lights and shut off the power today because everybody's working from home. And it, it increases safety. Right now, we're all supposed to stay inside, stay away from other people because we don't want to spread infection. So I am being a good citizen, a good member of my community, and I'm more productive. I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm refreshed. I was able to work out extra long today uh, because I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to drive. I just, it, it saved everything. I could wear casual clothes. I didn't have to get dressed up. I can't imagine why anyone would ever want to work on an office, but I'm sure you're going to make up some weird reasons. So please, Steve, disappoint us all. James, I have never had a real job, so it's difficult for me to talk about working in an office, but 
I'm talking to people that probably have had real jobs. Like, the first thing is, if all of us worked only from home, I, I don't know how babies would get born. I don't know how we would ever date. I don't know how anybody would discuss the latest episode of whatever the latest television program is. How would Game of Thrones have ever gained popularity if people couldn't have artificially inflated its importance around the water cooler? Obviously, it was a horrible, horrible show. That's what The Office does, James. It gives camaraderie. It allows you to have a problem and walk to the next desk and ask somebody a question. You don't have to shoot them an email and then sit tapping your foot for the next 20 minutes waiting for them to email you back. You know what it's like when you text me, James. That thing languishes in obscurity for a while. So obviously, a lot of problems get solved right away. The boss is right there looking over your shoulder to make sure that you're not actually playing with your children instead of doing work. I don't know who would do that. And it makes us more sociable. And James, we need to up the level of how we treat each other nowadays. Why isolate and just grow angrier in all of our homes? Don't you find that when you're home all day, James, you get angry? And for you, that's saying something, my friend. You need to diffuse a little of that onto the people around you and get other points of view besides your four-year-old. Like once in a while, you probably like to have an adult conversation with someone who's other than me. I suppose Lola's around too, but frankly, I've got to be better conversation because you keep coming back every week. So getting out in the world, making sure that you're productive using your time and getting a little bit nicer are all the reasons that we need to work in an office. Weirdly enough, I wasn't angry until we started talking. I don't know what the connection <laughs> is there, but how about that? But you know what the wow. worst part about working anywhere is? It doesn't matter, matter what field it is. The worst part about any job is people. It's the public, it's the customers, whoever's coming in and, and needs your services, and it's the people you work with. It's the people above you. It's the people everywhere. They're always the problem. If you eliminate people, work is wonderful. So that's that's the key here. The, the less contact you have with other people, the easier your life is because you're a responsible employee. You're going to get your work done. You don't need your boss looking over your shoulder. Maybe, maybe you just need maybe you just need a five-minute breather to, to do some online shopping or to, or to take a, a power nap. <laughs> Who knows? As long as you get the work done, what's it matter? If you go in an office, you're required to sit there for eight hours, even if you only work for two hours and 15 minutes of it or whatever it is. You're getting paid for butt time. If you work at home, you're getting paid for actual production because they can't tell what you're doing. It is way more efficient. You don't waste your time. You don't waste their time. It's also more comfortable. Today, I did my entire day of work sitting on my bed. Let me tell you something. That's a lot more comfortable <laughs> than whatever other office chair I might get stuck in some other day. It just makes sense. Uh, and finally, you have an office. You go in there. You, you, have a, you have a psychiatric practice. Don't pretend oh, you yeah, don't. Yeah, you don't. You, you go there and you act like you've never been in an office before. But wouldn't it be so much more comfortable if, if rather than engaging in this, this awkward space where it's kind of like a neutral ground where nobody's at home? <laughs> imagine if you saw patients in your home, like, you know, in the den or the study. Oh, Some, God! Some people do that when they build up a rapport with you. You can just you can go in and you can they would finally know that you actually trust them and you're not putting on this facade. I know every time you record from your office, I cringe. I don't know what kind of horrible things go on there. You always try to scrounge up some weird hat at the last minute it just I, <laughs> office days for you are always always bad days home days are where it's at stay home be happy 
James, I don't even want you know wearing you. <laughs> wait a minute. Let me start that sentence again. I was working on the back end when I was talking about the front end. That ain't what she said. I don't even want you knowing where I live. And I halfway like you. I can't imagine patients knowing where I live. James, you've obviously never worked in the field before. But, you know, you always talk. Hey, by the way, I, in your column this week, you were talking about speaking of time. This, I thought, was a poignant point that you made. And I don't say that very often in general, much less referring to you. But that... I forgot which kid you were talking about, but she has to do two hours of schoolwork a day to stay caught up. And you were sort of musing and saying, what the hell do they do the other six hours of the day at school if they've only got two hours of work to do every day? And that was actually a fair point. Yes, it is a fair point that being at home is more productive than being at work. I don't know why. why I think you've forgotten which point you were trying to make, but thank you for, for putting a point in my column. Yes, being at home for children and adults is more efficient and you get more work done. And as for patients, uh, we had a 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage episode a little bit ago where yeah. we talked about uh, virtual psychologists where you meet them yes. over Skype and things like that. And those people can definitely work from home and they don't even have to give out their home address. You can have a psychologist across the country. No plane ticket needed. You find the right person, not just the closest person. And that makes entirely Ooh. more sense. So, yeah, let's let's defeat proximity once and for all. And let's work from home. I don't know, James. There's just certain professions, probably yours, not among them, because nobody wants to be with you, which is why you got hired to do what you do. But where you just need other people around you. Uh, most of us are sociable creatures. We're not trolls that crawl out from under our bridge every once in a while to do a podcast. Like, we're, we're effervescent people. We wear festive hats, and we like going out and communing with the world around us. And you always complain about your family, James. Don't you want to get a away from them for eight hours a day do you want to be immersed in that madness all the time i can't imagine you do and now that you have it kind of shows just between you and me it shows with my radiant glow of joy from spending so much time <laughs> yeah. among my children and with that among. i'm going to roll the dice remember everyone remember steve did a character this week Punish him, please. That's really all you need to know about this debate. If anyone remembers that video from 83 on MTV, it might have been 84, but Green Jelly, the song was constructed specifically for the video. And the tag, the punchline was, Little Pig, Little Pig, let me in. Fabulous. James, you're going to YouTube that thing. You know you. I, I never know if you're being nostalgic or making things up. It's just, it's a fine line <laughs> in your warped brain. If you want to vote for me and working from home, stopping the spread of illness, enjoying your family, vote for 62. If you, I have no pen. Oh, there we go. <laughs> if okay. you want to vote for that crazy guy over there with a pig hat and characters you want to end forever, and also I think he was arguing working from offices, the worst place in the world, vote for it's double zero did we decide that's a uh i don't remember what double zero is supposed to be we're gonna say it's well 100. because that's what you said it was for you okay. i'm sure for me it's gonna change it'll be a hundred then i guess i should you should be zero because we know that's how much credibility you have but you're gonna be 100 and if you want to throw your vote away vote for 10 
Wow, we've done like a hundred of these episodes where you roll the dice. We've never had a double zero, except it's been like two out of the last three weeks we've had a double zero. What are the odds against that? Statistical anomaly. That is James Breakwell. He's like a human anomaly. But if you want to break for the or uh, vote for the human anomaly, bra- <laughs> break vote first, well, please, yeah. James Breakwell. <laughs> vote for sixty-two. If you want to keep the train a rolling all night long, vote for Steve and double zero or one hundred, whatever Breakwell is able to pull off when he magically puts this up on Twitter. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 10. Don't confuse that one with 100. All right, you have survived another episode and another great hat of Wrong and Wronger. And you're going to tune in again next week because Judy P says she's got another one en route and we're going to love that one. So for Dr. James Breakwell, this is Steve the Exploding Pig Olivas saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.